And now we have, uh, to our great pleasure, the third district congressman uh, from this area, <laughs> excuse me, third district congressman from Indiana, Jim Banks. Congressman Banks, good afternoon. Hey, Pat, good to be with you. Um, so we're sitting here, and I'm, I'm seeing you come up with something that is a thought that was on my head and heart. Um, the Biden uh, the Department of Justice. You know, a Department of Justice, I understand that President Biden is over the executive branch. I get that. But you're not supposed to use your Department of Justice as your own political Luftwaffe to go in after people that think differently than you and to try to take them out. That seems to be what's happening with the FBI and overall the entire Department of Justice. Yeah, from the uh, FBI uh, calling out parents who attended school board meetings to protest COVID mandates that uh, punished our kids to uh, uh, teaching uh, critical race theory and those those types of issues in our schools. school. Uh, parents that showed up at school board meetings and the FBI called them domestic terrorists. Right. From that to the raid on Mar-a-Lago, uh, unprecedented raid of a former president's home, uh, for what we now know was to collect uh, historic documents. Um, you, you get a real sense here that we, we've, we've, you know, we, we've, we've never seen the, the, the DOJ politicized in such a way that Joe Biden and these Democrats have politicized it. So we get the majority back, Pat, and Jim Jordan is chairman of the House Judiciary Committee with oversight yep. authority over the Department of Justice and the FBI. You better believe it. There are going to be some some very important committee hearings uh, subpoenaing certain people to come and testify under oath and ask them tough questions about how, how these activities happen on Joe Biden's watch and hold people accountable for it. Well, and, and let me ask you that, because I had it written on my notes here. Okay, what about after the midterm elections? If, in fact, the House is overtaken by the Republicans, which I see every indication uh, that they will, you guys will have the majority, much to the chagrin of the New York Times and a lot of other people. Um, are we going to see a, a committee led by Jim Jordan and, and committees where you take part, are we going to see an honest, true objective of what it was that happened on January the 6th? I would still love to hear from somebody who was actually part of the security detail on January the 6th to tell me how it is uh, that some of the help that was offered by the White House that day, that Nancy Pelosi turned it down and said, no, we don't need it. And then when everything blew up, it's the fault of the White House and not Capitol Hill. Yeah, the answer is absolutely yes. And you'll have the Judiciary Committee led by Jim Jordan. You'll have the Oversight Committee led by James Comer from Kentucky. You'll have the House Administration Committee, which has a lot of oversight, of cap- which has oversight of Capitol Security, Capitol Police. That's already uh, that committee's already told uh, the Democrats in charge of Congress today to to. Um, uh, uh, keep certain documents that will be revealed, hopefully, at that point. So there will be a concerted effort to get to the bottom of activities leading up to January 6th instead of the sham January 6th committee that's been focused all on politics and retribution toward Donald Trump and Republicans. You'll see these committees do true investigations and oversight of what happened leading up to that day to get to get the facts. So, But, but also, Pat, you've already seen Fau- Dr. Fauci 
quit and say I'm leaving. I'm, I'm leaving December <laughs> 2022 because he knows Republicans are going to get the majority, and he he wants to avoid yeah uh, the scrutiny that's going to come with the Republican majority. That doesn't mean that we're not going to still force him to come back and testify. We should, but I imagine you're going to see a, a a rash of a lot of whole a whole lot of other uh, Democrat Biden officials and Democrats quit before January uh, 2nd of 2023, when Republicans officially take over the majority, they're going to try to avoid that as well. Well, and and when you talked about disingenuous response to things and trying to redo them, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, in the Supreme Court, they decided this year that Roe v. Wade was no longer a legitimate piece of legislation, uh, not even really about the fact that it was because of abortion, but because of the fact that it was legislation that was decided by the federal government over something that was supposed to be a state's issue. And so now it's been thrown back to the states. Well, now, the Department of Justice for the president is not going after a whole lot of crime. They're not going after the drug problems that are coming across our border. They're not doing any of that. But they now have indicted at least 11 pro-life activists, not because they rushed into abortion clinics and grab doctors by the throat, or they grab young ladies off the table and say, oh, no, you don't, but because they were protesting outside of an abortion clinic. So they can't accept what the Supreme Court did. Do they not realize that the Supreme Court has left both the First and the Second Amendment intact, and people have a right to peaceful protest? Do they not get that? Yeah. Uh, keep in mind, there were there were uh, protesters outside of, of Justice Amy Coney Barrett's house trying to uh, influence her, which is a that is a federal crime right. to try to intimidate and, and unduly influence the Supreme Court justice. And the, the Biden DOJ completely ignored uh, that that crime that happened. So well, and, and threats that, of assassination that's, that's the against of all this. threats of assassination against two other uh, Supreme Court justices where you had a Supreme Court justice that had to take his family and go somewhere else beside their home because they were pretty sure somebody was going to come in and kill him and probably kill them. Yeah, uh, complete, they completely ignored that. This is where you get a sense that there are two sets of, of rules and laws, the, those for the Democrats who are in power and those for the, those for the rest of us. And and that that's why if, if the DOJ, I mean, the perception here, and I think it is reality, that the, the DOJ – has has been uh, very influenced and politicized by by the Biden administration. Then then we need to have investigations into it to make sure that, that doesn't happen again. Uh, let me ask you a question, Congressman. And I am now getting ready to display to you in full array uh, my my level of ignorance on some things, and there's a lot of it. Um, the Face Act, the Federal Face Act, prohibits demonstrators from blocking access to abortion clinics. First of all. I don't know that they were blocking access. And secondly, can you have a federal FACE Act about demonstrators at an abortion clinic? Should that not be a state act if the state wants to see somebody uh, stop doing that outside of an abortion clinic? Yeah, you know, you, you, you're uh, – you're, I, I don't know either. I mean, that's a great question to have uh... – you know, a, a, a prosecutor or someone on the show and, and ask them that question. What, what, what we're finding in this, in this regard, though, is that the, they've clearly, the DOJ has clearly targeted these pro-life activists. So yeah. they weren't being arrested before, they're being arrested 
now, uh, so the, the, which raises a lot of questions, which is why we need to get to the bottom of it and have committee hearings and, and uh, force the DOJ and, and their leaders to come and explain it. Force them in the, that, that's what's so important. That's where Republicans have failed in the past um, is, to, is to bring these officials before the committee, force them to testify under oath, ask them the tough questions, and, and transparency is key. So that will be a primary mission and role of the House Republican majority when we get the gavels back uh, after this midterm election. Mark Houck, who's a 48-year-old father um, who was found out by FBI agents to be one of them that protested outside of an abortion clinic, had dozens of FBI agents show up outside his home with their guns drawn on September the 23rd. I don't... I don't understand, first of all, dozens of agents, and you show up with your guns drawn like this guy just robbed five 7-Elevens in a row or something. I mean, I don't understand the venomous attack that's happening here over something that I don't think the DOJ should be going after in the first place, while um, at least 17 incidents that I have found of vandalism and arson against pro-life clinics— committed by Jane's Revenge, which is a very radical uh, abortion group. And I haven't seen where anything has happened to anybody that was involved in that. Yeah. Uh, again, I mean, it's a, it's a pattern of activity by the Biden DOJ to go after their political opponents. I mean, we saw people who peacefully protested on January 6th, a lot different than the people who, who uh, were involved in and the riot or violence, you got to separate those those people. But the Biden DOJ didn't separate them. They still went after people who peacefully protested yeah. and exercised their constitutional rights. And the Biden DOJ threatened them and went after those people as well. A big a big difference between the two. And and those those are questions that we have to we need to to your point about Jan- January sixth and digging more deeply into what happened that day to make sure something like that never happens again. Uh, those are the tough questions that Jim Jordan. Jamie Comer, Oversight Committee, myself, and others need to ask these uh, representatives of the Biden DOJ under oath uh, when we when we control these committees. Yeah, I, I'm looking for the day when Jim Jordan is heading up a committee one day next year, and he has one of his witnesses sitting in front of him, and in front of her is a nameplate that says, Mrs. Nancy Pelosi, ambassador to Italy, and he's, he's had to bring her back uh, to have some conversations going on. Uh, let's get let's get super, super, super political for about 60 seconds. Congressman, you've been traveling a lot, speaking on behalf of other Republicans and trying to do what you can to make sure uh, that both the House and the Senate, but certainly the House, falls deeply into the control of the Republicans. Uh, your current take on the land front. Well, I mean, it looks good, but we can't take it for granted. We have, I have been from coast to coast all over the country campaigning for Republicans in tough districts and candidates who are running these tough districts to win back seats, to beat Democrats, to fire Nancy Pelosi. The momentum is on our side. That We have, we have some of the best candidates I've ever seen before running in these tough districts. Democrats have a, a cash-on-hand advantage in a lot of places, so we're out raising last-minute money to help them. But uh, at the end of the day, something like 90 percent of Americans agree that America is on the wrong track. And the Biden administration, these Democrats have failed us. They've sent us down a path of with inflation uh, high and cost of living higher. America is not better off today than it was a couple of years ago. So I've still got to believe that that uh, we're going to win back the majority in a big way 
but we can't take it for granted. We have to go out and work hard to earn it and let the American people know that if you give us a chance to lead, uh, we're going to put uh, those. We're going to put uh, the American people first and and uh, and 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 advance an America first agenda like what we had before. And if we do that, I think we're going to win. Five weeks from now, we'll know uh, if that's what happened. Let's hope that you and I are having some good conversations on the night of the election and the days to follow. I appreciate your time today, Congressman. Let's hope we speak again next week, and let's hope we can get a handle on this violence being done against law-abiding Americans and false arrests around the country just because somebody disagrees with the president's position on a subject that, it, if I remember right, the Supreme Court has already uh, given back their uh, their findings on it. Uh, you know, some people just can't take it. Pack the court. Uh, listen, thank you very much for your time today, Congressman. We'll talk to you again next week. You got it. Have a good day. Thanks. Podcasts by Federated Media.